Yeah, yeah, they're filming it now because everybody's getting sent off for like three weeks or so. You know, I've totally, totally just stopped watching these like two or three seasons ago. I I can't. It's not worth it to me anymore. I just want to go because Amanda and Fessy have broken up again. Oh, yeah. They are no longer together. Devin reported an update and he goes, I will give you guys live up to date minute by minute because they break up and get back together so fast. (laughs) <laughs> it's the most like rid- once. ridiculous thing um, ever but yeah the, the reunion has been so watered down ever since they started going to two-part reunions because there's a lot of hashing out of drama that we don't really need um i just think like what they really should do is just just extend make it one one episode and just extend it by 30 minutes that's that's it an extra 30 minutes is a soft spot but especially how they do it with like they bring on people and then they leave people and then some people are just on video. Like, if you're not going to show up to the reunion, bye. You don't get to defend yourself. Who gives I don't a think shit? people. I don't think I, they're doing that this year. I because people aren't showing up for whatever reasons. Well, I, I don't think it's going to be live either. Because who wants to be in a live studio audience? After well, it's in Netherlands, so it's not like it's in New York like it used to be. So yeah, I'm sure coronavirus is in the Netherlands too. So I mean, the the thing about it is I. Uh, yeah, well, the Netherlands, I think, has a pretty, pretty under control. Yeah, yes, because they're not us. But listen, <laughs> a thirty, a thirty-minute reunion, a one-hour shit they should have shown, and that would be fine. We oh my god, they the should have shown. shown. Mix them together, like, like show the reunion, and then when they go to commercial, you show us a clip of the shit they should have shown. Then go to your commercials. Then come no, back. I want a full then, hour of shit they should have. No, shown. it would be, be like every time it's a they good break, compromise. Every it's time a they compromise. break. You show us a behind the scenes for us. You give us a little sneak that, peek. That works for me. That, that very well works for me. Let's go ahead and kick this shit off. <clears throat> I, I see you, Tyler. Go ahead. You're fine. I'm good. I feel great. All right. Oh, <laughs> he feels great. He right, feels let's great. Let's get it in. What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is. Tyler at Lord Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. We're shaking with y'all this week. <laughs> gang, gang. Oh, Doesn't oh have a good God. impact when I this say This week it. has been long, man. I'm in training <laughs> with my new job, and I'm tired, and I have a headache. It's not Congratulations. Working. The glow up is real. I'm not doing so bad myself. I'm going ahead and uh, moving on up to uh, the greener pastures. I'm at the uh, same company, but... Uh, moving up a level, so very happy to have that going on. Tyler, we know that you just got a new position. Look at it. We are out here thriving. Yeah. Look at us. Getting and that money, money. And, and you know what? We all would be working for MTV, but we know Bynum Murray don't want to make that much more money, so, you know, we're listen, back here doing what we do <laughs> instead. Listen, uh, 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 MTV or YouTube comes after us all the time. I'm actually blocked by the official challenge page, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up. I'm expecting a cease and desist from Under Armour at any point. Thanks, Gamer Vet, for that, because they want to go out to say some, some crazy shit. Speaking of Gamer Vet, what gender is Gamer Vet? Guy, I believe. I don't think they have ever Disclose stated. that. And I, and I didn't want to ask, because it seems like a creepy question to ask. I think so, some people, back in the day when Stan Twitter was full-blown and and super active 
I feel like he, they, sorry, I don't know if it's he or she, they talk to people on the phone. So some people knew. You know what? I think Mikey knows. Mikey G. Because when I talked to him in Nashville, I think he said, I met Gamer Vev, and I think he used male pronouns. I'm going to ask him. I mean, I don't that doesn't know. necessarily I probably, mean. I, I probably he, could just ask Gamer, but I don't know. He gives off, sorry, Gamer Vev gives off a male energy to me. Um, Gamer still has me blocked, so well, yeah. I don't have any um, communication with. I have I have Gamer Vev blocked, so it's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, not blocked. I don't I think you've blocked him and muted because blocked, them, muted, them muted. Them muted. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they that, give that's spoilers, not and that's fair because of how much you hate um the spoilers and stuff. So if I and go into they a are comment, spoilers. If if I go into somewhere, it's like oh blah 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 blah, and I just like oh I'm gonna read the comments because like that's the best part of most things. Them and if and somebody Jay like and, uh, Jay if somebody posts a spoiler in the comments, I mute that person. I don't even care. Sometimes I'm on the company account, I don't even know it, and I'm muting people. <laughs> Just I know, because like, I've nope, noticed I people are like <laughs> muted on our, our when I'm tweeting. So, so I, I should like, say, I've never blocked anybody. I just mute people. Like, you can have your... We don't like, block here's the people. Thing. People if you block wanna, us. If you want to create spoilers, there's literally something called Reddit. There's it's, it's Reddit. It's right there for you. Just make a challenge. And the challenge thread has a spoiler tab. Dude, talk all you want. Let it's people not go find spoilers. Don't let I, the spoilers find them. Listen, I've just accepted it. It's just how it goes now. I don't care about spoilers because I still enjoy the game because I, I want to see how it gets there. You I don't care I, if I know who wins. I want to know so, how they won. If so I knew the results of the Super Bowl, I wouldn't watch it. Well, see, the thing is, I don't care what happens I is I, I, I see the spoilers and I find out who wins. The only thing I retain is who wins. I don't ever retain when this person goes out or how they went out. So I usually hear about all of them at some point, but. I usually forget about them halfway through the season. You guys ready uh, to kick this episode off? Do it. I thought we already did. Well, yeah, but actually dive into the, the episode. He's ready to start. Oh, the the meat, the, into the, the meat. meat and potatoes. Yeah, the meat and potatoes. As we call it here in the like mid- your mother. As we call it here in the Midwest, the meat and potatoes. Is that what they call it in the Midwest? I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure you guys call it like sweet tea time or something. I don't know. Sweet tea. Yo, like yeah, him awesome. or me? You're from because like I'm the he's, Midwest. <laughs> he's from Georgia. That's just like or South or near New York. I don't. You're from the South. I live in the South. There's a Yankee hat on my head. I know <laughs> that's. I know you're. Technically, it's tattoo. on the okay. East Coast. Okay, I have so. a Yankees tattoo. I know where you're from, but you know, home is where you make it. No, fuck that. Okay, I was gonna no, say he doesn't sound York. like much like a like a Georgian to me. <laughs> would, that be, would that be great if he did? This He's side? an implant. <laughs> Welcome to Emanuel County, Georgia. Now fuck What's that. What's up, gang? Get gang? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving oh my on. God, I'm just imagining right. like so Hunter's Kyle accent wins. on you. We're moving on. Kyle wins pole wrestle, and Nelson is pretty pissed. Nelson is going to Team Ruby. Not the worst thing for Corey. He gets to team up with his with his uh, homeboy. And God, I mean, anyway, moving on. Nelson. <laughs> there is no great, shame in it. That was a great like, I'm sure they, but anyway, let's continue on this episode. <laughs> that whole conversation. Now let's pocket. talk about Nelson getting inside of another guy's face. <laughs> and Kyle. Yes, he got he inside got Kyle's, Kyle's face. face. The, uh, yeah, he right. got inside of his face. That yes, is... he got in his face. Anyway, we're too much into it. 
All right. So I got a quick question. <laughs> I got a quick question. I can't. All right. This is like two questions. chicks and scissors. Yeah. Two questions, okay. and Becky, you're going first. One, uh, was Kyle out of line? And two, is Team Ruby better now that Nelson is on the team? Uh, no, Kyle wasn't wrong to do what he had to do, which was best for his game. That's that's what it is. He wanted to, and he made it well known. He's like, listen, CT gets to finals. CT wins finals. And he wants somebody to show him because multiple times Kyle has gotten so close, but he just cannot cross that finish line at number one. So he wants to know what he's missing or what step he's missing. So I don't blame him for wanting to hook up with people who have won not just one season, but multiples. Um, so Nelson is just, come on, man, chill. Like you wouldn't have done it to him. So pot, meat, kettle. So I, I don't even care because at the end of the day, Nelson has snaked just as many people as Kyle has. They're both snakes. This is what it is. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it is, it's over. Kyle did what he had to do, which was best for his game. I don't knock him for it. He did what was best. What was the second question? Is Ruby, Ruby better? better now no. that Nelson's on the team? Oh, Their Nelson morale, doesn't classes place up a little bit? It, it's, it's the morale. It's the team gelling. I don't think, because Nelson's attitude is he doesn't want to be there. So that's going to hurt the team. And the team feels that because as aggressively as he's like, I don't want to be on this team kind of situation. So I think that that will hurt them at the end. Especially if Nelson doesn't, you know, decides to stay in his pity party stuff. See, I just think it only hurts him a little bit at the beginning. But I think that's mainly because he feels uh, a, a little bit of betrayal um, that, you know, he feels betrayed, betrayed that Kyle did this to him. He feels like he's in the wrong. Tyler, do you think Kyle is in the wrong? And do you think Team Ruby benefits from uh, Nelson being added to the team? Uh, no, Kyle's not, no, Kyle's not wrong at all. Um, that's short and sweet. Uh, here's the thing. I, I think, uh, when we look past the, the night, like when we wake up in the morning, I think morale goes up because like Corey's happy. He's got his best friend next to him. And like, if they win a challenge, then neither of them go into elimination. Like it makes, you know, it makes sense. And if based on the format, they both can never get thrown into elimination against each other. Because they're never going to call each other out, so they're fine. Like it's really good. Like the it's it's a good balance. Like they're either both safe or they're fifty percent safe. Now here's the thing, uh, skill wise, Kyle and Nelson are the exact same player. The exact same player, um, with two minor like two differences that like split. But everybody's like the their agility, their speed, their pu puzzle skills which are terrible are the same. <laughs> uh, their endurance and their ability to work with others are all about the same. Now where they veer and they go different paths is that Kyle is willing to work with just anybody. Like he just wants to move himself along in this game and he'll be loyal to you until you won't help his game anymore. Nelson will stay loyal with his number no matter what and will never veer. But they both show signs of loyalty like Kyle's right now is really loyal to CT, really loyal. But if CT offers no value to him, he'll move on. I mean, that's like the difference in their, too. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's just their difference in gameplay. But otherwise, when you look at these two, they're the exact same guy to me. One's a little bit taller and British. That's the only <laughs> difference. Like, that's it. Very interesting. I wonder what those two guys would look like in an elimination. 
they both get they 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 both get in people's faces all the time. They're very sensitive about that. So they, they both get hook up with side people's they, they, faces. Yeah, they both hook up with lots of people uh, on the show. They they both like yeah, they're that's just it's the same. They both have like these like really angry vendettas with like veterans sometimes, and they just get in there. You know, it just you know it just it is what it is. You know, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, right. really, really. So later on in the A Block, we see CT um, talking strategy with Emmy, and he's pretty much putting the battery in the back. Like, yo, you got to go down there. You got to control your own faith. You can call out Patina, yada, yada, yada. I think this is what you should do. And he mentioned that, like, he didn't want to come off as manipulative. But while I'm hearing this and looking at it, that's exactly um, how I feel that he is coming off. He's trying to control Emmy so he can have a stronger team. So one, is CT being manipulative in this situation? And two, is Emmy right about some of the stuff she's been saying about Bettina? Has Bettina overstayed her welcome? I think uh, Bettina... Sorry, go ahead. Oh. You go ahead. Yes, 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 yes to everything. Bettina looks like the type of competitor, if this was 2005, she would have went home by episode three. <laughs> That's just the truth. She's uh, an attractive girl that has some quirky trait about her, her laugh, and she's okay at challenges. That person normally goes home early. That's the, that's the Casey. That's the Johanna. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's just like the person that's like, yeah, they're there. They're okay. But that's, that's all. That's really, and CT, he's doing what's best for his game. And by him telling Emmy to do something, to come onto his team, that's also helping her out too. It's not like he's mm. using her. Like he's telling her, "This is what we're gonna do, and it's gonna benefit us. It's gonna benefit him, but it's gonna get something out of it." Okay, and Becky. Um, I agree. Uh, I believe Bettina is just floating by. She's skated under the radar uh, because she is not, I guess, in a lot of way in the drama like some of the other women uh, rookies were. So she was kind of overlooked. In a lot of ways, excuse me. Um, and plus, she was also partnered with a pretty, you know, strong vet with with Corey. Uh, so I feel like him, he kind of buffered her a little bit. Um, so I feel like, yeah, she she's long since needed to be gone. I don't really, she really brings anything either entertainment wise. Like her laugh is funny, but it got old. And <laughs> like, she doesn't bring drama. So what do they say? If you're not fighting or fucking, you need to go. So <laughs> she wasn't doing either. Um, and then with CT going to Emmy, I think he just gave her an excuse. She didn't want to be on Ruby. She, she hasn't wanted to be on Ruby since day one. So I think she realized from the moment she was on there, this is a poor life decision. So CT honestly just gave her the go ahead. And I think that she was like, okay. If Uncle CT says he wants me, then why the hell not? Absolutely. I'm inclined to agree with both of you. CT says, uh, I want you on my team. Let's go do damage. You do whatever it's going to take to end up on that team so you guys can go and do damage. I mean, why would you say no? This does work out for you. So I don't really see it as manipulative. I see it as kind of not even codependent, but more just working in conjunction with each other. Hey, you want to be on this team? I want you on this team. This is what we got to do to get you in a position that's going to help us both. And Tyler, you're absolutely right. This is going to help CT's game. This is going to help her game. Nobody's using nobody. 
Um, but Tina. Also, it, just so you know, also, I'm sorry, I was going to say, Emmy has also been very, very, very loyal to both the vets and mostly to CT. So I think the CT knows that he can well, trust her. I think there was a couple of rookies who thought that she might go one way on a couple of things and she went the other way. So if any of those rookies come back, they might feel some kind of way. But she has been very clear that she wants to be with Uncle CT. Um, and, you know, that Uncle CT thing is uh, a little bit in a weird time. So um, moving on, we got the daily. Today's daily is called Brush Contact. Which I thought it was a weird name for it. I thought you were pointing at me, and I was like, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's called- <laughs> like this, and I was like, oh, man, please don't call me. Please don't call me. He's like, Becky, I don't remember. Raise your hand, please. Raise your hand, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Do I ever know contact. the name of these dailies? <laughs> so they have smoke bombs and bags of money, but let's be serious. This is just a game of rugby. Take this bag, run it across. Red and... Rover, Red Rover. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can you um, very that? simple, very physical. Uh, no surprise here. Team Emerald gets the win. Once again, but let's go ahead and talk about this daily. It was very physical. It has smoke bombs. It was a little bit less flashy as some of the other ones, but you got a lot of speed, a lot of agility. Got to use your brains. What were some of you guys' biggest takeaways and some of your favorite moments from today's daily? I mean, I'm a little bit irritated um, because at the end of the day, Emerald had an advantage because they had more players. So the fact that I... I that you know what you know um god tyler thought i almost forgot your name there for a second there huh what tyler said last week that they need to be starting to sit people out because it is unfair advantage now mind you we have learned from the war in the world days that having more numbers isn't necessarily going to be a good end game but um I think that right now they're really benefiting and they can't really celebrate that they're doing so amazing when they have two more players than most <laughs> than some of these other teams. So you so. feel like production should have done something to even this up a little bit? Yeah, I think it's unfair. It's an unfair playground. As much as CT can probably, you know, trail through all these guys, he can't carry the entire team on his back. It's not fair. He better He better try. Tyler, definitely did try. Do you think well, that uh, production should have done something to um to even this up a little bit? Yeah, uh, literally last week I said, like, if Emerald gets to use more people to do stuff, this is like playing football with 10 people against 11. And this week they played football like it was 10 v 11. Uh, Emerald having three runners at all times, both guys and girls stages, made it inevitable that one person was always going to get through. Because... They can't, somebody can't tackle, like, there's three ways to exit. Now, if there was only one, like, like, like two hallways you had to go down or something, you know what I mean? Where it was like, wasn't as wide. But I mean, as soon as somebody was like, all right, they've got you two, I'm by myself, I can walk across. And, and if one did. of the other people, yeah, and that's what they did. Um, and then if one of the other people ends up beating them, now you're ahead because when Kyle and CT go through, they have to go against three people. Like, how does, how does Emerald get the extra person on offense? And I, I know some people are like, well, they lost a person. Like, they didn't lose a person in elimination. Yeah, because they haven't been eligible for elimination. So their team is always going to sit at the top. Um, I think there should be something they could do, especially, like, in this spot. Because we're like, hey, it's a girls elimination. You guys are up six to three. Or you could have, I don't know. You probably have to get rid of a guy. 
but you just get rid of a guy and it doesn't matter because it's a girl's elimination. So Josh, you have to sit out. You drew the small stick and you have to Josh sit out. Josh got to sit out. He's the first name from the team I just picked. And, um, <laughs> and it doesn't matter because Josh isn't going to go into elimination anyways. And it makes the playing field more fair. It's three girls against three girls everywhere. And it's two guys. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's, it just, was a weird situation. Quick. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. But okay, so Team Emerald right now they're they're three and zero. They should have been winning. So shouldn't they have the advantages that come with being on a winning streak? I'm pretty sure production thought that would be a tad bit more even going into it. I don't think they really thought that they would get a team so dominant. But why should why should they be punished for being successful? Why should they're they not, be victims and Team of Red can't success? stop fucking up, man. They're not. They're they're they're, they're not getting. They keep getting punished, but like Malik, you and I go up to play nine holes of golf, and you keep teeing off from the red tees. You should beat me. You have an extra thirty yards on me every time we go to drive. So if you lose, <laughs> you suck. But if, <laughs> but 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 you should never lose. You should never lose because production, aka the challenge gods, are handing them a nice handicap here to help that little buffer. Like they had an extra turn on the little rotational thing. They didn't mm. get it. Now here they have an extra body to run through. That's it's just an advantage. Uh but didn't they didn't they draw straws on War of the Worlds 2 once USA got up over UK and some people actually I, sat out in some things? I think people were they had like a mud pit thing. I think they voted like I think they did the bung themselves. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. No, you're right. The mud pit because Polly did. didn't get to yep. Paulie play didn't get to because play because he, they had too many people. He pulled a he. I guess they pulled it out of a hat. I think it was like balls or something. Yeah. So, you are in correct. your opinion, is this done deliberately by production? Do you think they're doing this for purpose to give Team Emerald? Is 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 this their you know golden child right now? Or is like they this want just, some people to win. Are they <laughs> just? I mean, do they not want CT to win? They want new winners because they can't do a they can't do a champion season until they get more winners that aren't in like, you know, the old folks home. So they got to get some more young winners. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm just being honest. Like, (laughs) like, like, what is what is every show ever done? They've always done like a big all star show. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've always done a champion show. They've done some version, something like this. The challenge can never. now. Yeah, but that's not. But the all stars is just champions like champions versus hey, non-champions. Mark, do you like this person from the Real World Challenge days? Yes. All right. Hey, you're on the show. Do you like this person? No. Like that's <laughs> that's all it is. Also, it is casting, a popularity contest. Their casting's not even right. Do you know that Dan was a, is an alternate yeah. for season three? Dan being an alternate is How? a crime against humanity. He's Dan one of my favorite so, characters so of all time. Entertaining. So fucking entertaining. He's great. And and he's, he's a nurse. But the 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 here's the thing. Do does production want Josh to win? Probably because they they love Josh. Um, but I think more so they want uh Casey and Tori to get wins. 
because mm. they're they, they already should have wins based on the way that they're um, put out there. They're produced. I mean, Anise, uh, uh, Tori is with Anissa on the Challenge podcast. You're gonna tell me? I mean, she's- a portion of me feels like Tori gets that is because she has a personality, and obviously, with what happened with um, Jordan, or she was kind of their golden child for a while because of their golden couple status. Yeah, that's 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 fair. But I just feel like if um, there are certain people that we see in the challenge that I feel like production really wants to to win, um, which is totally fine. Um, but it just. The whole point, the, the show is called The Challenge, and one team is not getting challenged at all. So that's that's an issue right there. I mean, Cara right. has said, Cara Maria said on a podcast that she doesn't feel like she will get an invite back until Tori has won a uh, challenge. That makes sense, because Tori can't beat some of these other people, and mm. Casey can't beat some of these other people. So, I mean, yeah, that's my thing, but here's, but in all saying that, I, I really, I would love Devin to win. I think he'd be a great champion. I think he would be so, like, he'd be so braggy about it at all times. <laughs> I, I, I actually like, think we'd enjoy it. he'd be a good winner? He would winner? never like, win he another one. He'd be so no, he, annoying. He would walk, he would walk into the reunion like he was Aaron Rodgers with, like, a championship belt. He would get a custom season 37 championship belt, and then he would shotgun a beer over it or something. Like, that's what he would do. I could just, yeah, I could just. Fireworks. Devin. Pyro. Yeah, he, he would have his own pyro to his entrance. He would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so bad. So Team Emru gets to win. Let's go ahead and move into some uh, C-Block drama. So one, we uh, almost immediately to the house, we get Bettina approaching Tori. She wants to be voted in. She gives her assurances that she won't go Team Emru, won't break it up, but she wants to pick her own opponent. We got that. Uh, and we also got Nelson, uh, later on in club night, we got Nelson and Kyle talking. Uh, they get to make nice again, which was one of the scenes that I fucking hated. And probably the best part leading Fake. up to that was <laughs> Amanda going around threatening Team Emerald. So let's go ahead and touch oh on the God. one that I hated the most. And that's uh, Nelson and Kyle becoming cool again. During club night, they sit down to hash it out. And Nelson says, oh, I'm just emotional because of this, because you're my friend. And Kyle's just in there like, I'll tell him whatever he wants to hear. Like, yeah, you know, we're good. We're straight. You know, I was selfish. I'm sorry. And I hated this whole thing. One, it did seem fake. Two, it seemed, it seemed disingenuous, which on Kyle's end, because Nelson is a lot of things, but disingenuous isn't really one of them. He usually wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a pretty emotional guy. And I give him credit for it. He's a lot more... He shows a lot more vulnerability than a lot of the males on these kind of shows, or just in general. So I really felt that amount of Nelson really probably wanted to put this behind him and have a good relationship, and Kyle's disingenuous. There's a word in there. I'm not sure if that's the correct one, but I think you guys know what I'm saying. You said a couple words all in one. Disingenuousness is in there. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the right word is. I'm going to thesaurus that at some point. But what did you guys, what did you guys just take on that whole, that whole thing at club night between these two? I mean, I could tell it was fake as heck on Kyle's part. And if Nelson doesn't realize that it's fake on Kyle's part, he's just blind because he's just an idiot. it's just, wow. Like he was really fake about it. But, um, I mean, I can tell you that I do believe that Nelson is just trying to make peace I think he knows that he needs as many friends as possible in this game. And I think he really does see himself 
as friends with Kyle outside of this game. Um, and I mean, he's already lost a lot of friendships because of this game. So I don't think he wants to add to it. So <laughs> I guess we shall see how this works out um, at the end of the day. But yeah. And Tyler? Um, I think Amanda's playing the most strategic and best political game I've seen somebody play oh. in a long time. I was. Like, now, now, listen, I'm not a huge Amanda <laughs> fan, but I was thoroughly impressed. Like, how thoroughly, are you not going to elimination? Hey, Tori, I'm going to take impressed. your spot. I'm going to take your spot, Tori. Tori. I mean, <laughs> but, but, but the whole setup was mm-hmm. pretty nice, too. But, but uh, Bettina was already told a couple of people that she wanted to go into elimination, pick her own fate. And she uses that to go to Emmy. Now, boom, you got the argument. We all know how that goes out. They don't need a good reason to vote you in. Any reason would do. And you guys having a big fight uh, the day before nominations is the number one way how to get stuff done. Amanda, that was real. And Amanda's one of the, she's been around for a bit. So I'm glad she's she picked good up with on some stuff. mind games. Always been and, really good with that. And Somebody studied she, in the off season is what happened. Absolutely. No, she's always been good at this. She's always Better. been great about getting people she's, in people's heads, in no, people's minds, she, and getting them always, riled up. N- right. But that doesn't mean good. She's been argumentative. She's been stern to pot, shit talking, all that stuff. She's never really been particularly effective at it. I mean, a lot of t- more more often than not in the past, it's done more to draw attention to her. This is her taking the spotlight off of herself, even though she's mm-hmm. still keeping some of the spotlight towards herself. But put, but when it comes out of voting, the attention isn't on her. And any attention that is pointed towards her is very negative. Yeah. Enough where all of the other team, Team Emerald, does not want this to happen. Change the whole vote. Very, very suave. Very, very game-savvy move by Amanda. And listen, if Amanda's I'm... very well known that she will throw challenges if she wants to. She will not be a team player if right. you fuck with her. And so I wouldn't until... want her on my team either. <laughs> but, but for me, up until this point, I didn't deem it to be very effective or she come off as very bratty and argumentative and loud and just going against the grain. This is some of the most effective that I've seen her do it. Yes, she did it openly and blatantly, but she didn't do it in a way that will really piss. Like Team Emerald isn't really super pissed. They just know that it's best not to take the chance. It's not like next episode, Team Emerald is going to, you know, just like, we got to get Amanda out. She's going to be a problem. But it's like, okay, okay, we heard you. We heard you. We're not going to go that route because it's going to fuck our shit up. So we're going to do what we can do to just avoid this whole situation. Until they get a girl that they know that they can knock her out. Exactly. A a lot of times when she gets all loud and yelling and going back and forth, she gets asked on into elimination pretty quick. This is a good way to keep her ass out. Um, And actually, she probably gained a little bit of power. If we were still doing our power rankings, Amanda would shoot up the charts. Mm -hmm. She would. And uh, the thing here is that it's... um... I, I don't think it's that Emerald's waiting to really, there's no other way they can do this, but like this, I, the, uh, Emerald won't, sorry, I'm stuttering. Emerald will never be able to get her in a favorable matchup for them that they want because Amanda just established a relationship with Emmy. Now, Emmy likes Amanda because when Amanda heard something bad about Emmy, she came up and said, Hey, Bettina thinks you're stupid. That's what she said. <laughs> if it's a puzzle, I'm going after you. <laughs> So I don't believe that, but I'm going to let you know to prepare yourself because she's talking shit about you right now, and I got your back. Emmy's not going to call her out now. Emmy will go after Big T. 
She'll go after Ashley before she goes after Amanda. Mm. Amanda, or sorry, Ashley will never call out Amanda because they're best. Uh, so that leaves Big T, who Amanda will probably beat in lots of things, or Team Emerald has to lose and then call out Amanda because there's no other way for, like, unless Casey or Tori call out Amanda, I don't see Amanda going into elimination at all. I just don't, like, like, she, she what's had Amanda's elimination well. record? That's not that not, good. I was like, maybe I don't think she, good, is it? Like, she's like, two, like, two she or five, maybe? No, she she went one and one on uh, Rivals three with Nelson. Um, I mean, not that she lost on Final Reckoning. They only went to one elimination because her and Zach uh, got rigged against Corey and Devin. <laughs> um, and then she, oh, she won one in. No, she lost. She lost on Invasion, mm-hmm. and then War of the Worlds one. She lost. So she's like, she's like, she's like one and four. And she, uh, yeah, and she now. got knocked out in Dirty Thirty too. And Dirty Thirty, she got knocked out right away. So yeah, she's like, she's like, she's like one and one and four. Not surprisingly, I cannot see her elimination record. And she's only been on five seasons, so I'm pretty sure she's one and four. Has it only been five seasons? Why does it seem like it's been much longer? Rivals three, Invasion, Dirty Thirty, Vendetta. Final Reckoning, War of the Worlds. And now the this first one. one. Wasn't she on Vendettas? No. No. Nope. None of the the only only um no, Vendettas Mar- is the only one she wasn't on. Yeah. The okay. the Lavender Ladies had on Vendetta, they had Sylvia, Shane, and Marie. But Ashley oh. and Amanda were not well, Ashley was, but they weren't on it. Because Ashley yeah. was a Vendetta. And Tyler, okay. you're right. One in four in elimination. Damn. <laughs> well, when but, you uh, only do five seasons, it's kind of probably a little bit easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, but that's just so realistically, unless Team Emerald puts her in directly, which they probably are gonna be scared to do because if she wins, gonna come back. And there's a decent amount of people who she can beat. Well, just yeah. not to mention beat, she might she get a game that favors T. her. She can beat Big T. That's the thing. And if it looks like it's a puzzle, she can call out Emmy. That's it. so she has two options. If it's a puzzle, call out Emmy right away. That saves Big T for another week. If it's anything but a puzzle, call out Big T. And then you're good. But she'll never call it Ashley because that's all. Big there's T only four girls. Big T isn't that good at puzzles either, though, is she? I don't no, think but, she's that good at but like, Not but particularly. Like, but like, that's when you can get her out. Like, if you're going to go against, if I don't even, I'm trying to think, like, if you're going to go against, I don't even know, Johnny Bananas, try and do an <laughs> endurance elimination. Stay away from everything else, but go endurance. Try and take him down on a season that he looks like he's worked his upper body more than he has his lower body. That's what kind of happened on Dirty 30. Uh, it's happened on a few other seasons, but that's just... Like you, Can you I just say, yeah. Kyle needs to stop skipping leg day because he looks like he has twigs. Yeah. That's most challengers, I feel. That's like, a fact. He's all but up and no bottom. That's most... That's, that is just the majority of, like, alpha males. Like, that's just all that is, like... I mean, look at look. Corey. He's sturdy. He's sturdy on That's, both ends, man. Well, he's, well, he's, he a, was, he's a real athlete. Yeah, he's a college athlete, so it's a little different. Nelson like, is too, though, too, I think. He's pretty He's mm. pretty thick on the body. <gasps> Nelson does not run like he grew up an athlete. No, no, he, he, definitely, he definitely runs well. <laughs> no, the way Nelson runs is as if, like, all of his friends were athletes, so he also played sports. But, like, that's, that, that's Nelson. Like, his that's running was based around running after the ladies. <laughs> yeah, that's all he's worried about. 
It does. It looks like he's like tiptoeing in the windows and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he has Moving a sweet on. upper body strength to get in those yeah, windows, sorry. though. I, no, it's quite a right. It's, it's quite a right. Yeah. Don't want to talk about men's legs anymore. Moving on to nominations. I always though. want to talk about men's legs. We can talk about their butts, too. That's also nice. So this nomination was particularly interesting. Um, Bettina kicks it off. She makes her case. I thought it was fairly solid. Uh, you know, it wasn't anything razzle dazzle. She wants to go in. And then um who chimed in immediately right after? And then Emmy chimes in. Yeah. Makes her case. No, no, I'm sorry. Amanda chimes in in between. <laughs> she is just, I wore emerald all day. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> she keeps wearing is, the emerald shirt. She's... This God, one she knew she was doing. Because this is where she is most comfortable. Talking shit, being loud, and stirring shit. This is where she is at home at. And it's funny because on an episode like this where she's just sitting there popping shit, taking a little bit of power for herself, kind of threatening people a little bit, even though Devin was just like, you know, it doesn't affect this. It doesn't. I affect don't them. negotiate with terrorists. I'm like, really? Which I thought I thought was a great. I thought that was a great quote. But she is really at home. It's nice to see Amanda hit her stride. She just needs to start doing this in dailies and stuff because her daily win record is pretty pathetic. But if she could start putting that stuff together, it, she could be a real winner. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Amanda really needs. Case to start I, she's great i think she's great mentally she just needs to do more like what physically amanda needs to do is take a page out of ct and carver maria's book and that was show up to every season better now of course ct fell off a little bit but look at him this season looks pretty fucking good Did CT even when ct off? was but dad by ct he was still winning i'm, I'm talking about i'm talking about his shape like oh, dad okay. CT. they were saying like as a competitor i was like he's no he's, no like he was a ten, and then he fell to like a nine, which is still pretty good. And then he went back to a ten. Like that's like his com- as a competitor. I'm saying <laughs> just a slight, slight dip. Like oh man, you fell off. Yeah, I'm a nine now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> you're still a six, so shut up. Yeah, on the days he didn't care, he was about an eight and a half. <laughs> but you know what? Coming up, that's what made me the huge Carver Maria fan. Every season, she came back better, more more willing to play. I think of Amanda. You know, really, you know, put on some muscle mass, worked on her cardio, really start putting this shit together. As a character, as a Satan character, as a shit started character, whatever, she is amazing. And she brings a lot to the show. Amanda what? could become the face if she put in work in the offseason. No, I see he her. Talks, I can he, see her. He talks her. way too much shit about I, Yeah, yeah. We, I, we didn't say all that. True, I agree. And but she, I, she's kind of messy. Well, well I, I guess so does bananas. I, well, the thing is, is, that's what I see. I can see her kind of becoming that female bananas because of how she plays if she just structured herself correctly. She Here's would the, need to win more. But exactly. Before. That's why she needs to does, work in the offseason. But does she? But does she have to win more? Like, I mean, I know we're saying like, like we want people to be really good daily winners and everything, but like she's got to make it to the end, though. I don't That's know if thing. that makes she you a really good challenger. Get you there. I mean, it, it, it makes you. you it makes you safe. 
but it doesn't like secure you a bag. Like it just makes you safe. Um, I'm trying to think team America, they won a lot of dailies. You know, it didn't work out, you know, uh, the vets and the gauntlet and the gauntlet three. With team America because they got screwed. But that's kind of the exception to the rule. They really dominate. Kenny and Laurel. Kenny and Laurel on on, on Fresh Meat 2. They won a lot. It happens. But the people who win a lot of dailies usually will do better. Not every single time. It's just like like in the NBA. The team that wins the most games doesn't mean they're going to win the championship. But it sure as fuck helps. That number one seeding helps. Yeah. No, it does. And here's the thing. I don't think Amanda got stronger. I don't think she got smarter. I don't think that she like put in a lot of work in the offseason. I, I think has. she became I think she became a mom. And that changed her mentality. Where we get this like fight or flight type thing, and she never flies. She just it's just fight or fight <laughs> is what her mentality is. But she's always she's always got this little chip on her shoulder that she's like doing this for somebody. She's always like worrying about other people and like so I think that's the biggest mentality. I think becoming a parent on this, on like we see these challengers, it like turns a switch in them because I believe Corey's a better challenger ever since he's had kids because his priorities are different. He actually is like focused on, I have kids. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I totally believe that after season 37, spoiler alert, if you're only watching the show and you don't look at anything else, Kyle just had a kid. Um, but um, I'm just saying because there are fans out there that just watch the show, but yeah. um, I think but, like, Kyle talking 30, about his kid on the show will kind of. But the kid's not born yet. But I'm saying on season 38, we might see this this mentality of like, holy shit, you know what I mean? And it just turns a notch. I don't know what it is. There's something about being a parent that just like it just turns up your instincts. I think like Kyle's always thousand. had a desire to win, though. I think it's. Always I, I think so too, but Kyle's always been missing that little bit extra. I mean, he he, he made it to he made it to, to two finals. He performed pretty well, got close, but just needs a little bit more. I mean, but but look who he's lost to. So, True. I think Kyle is one of the male competitors that's going to be, uh, you know, who's poised to win one of these uh, pretty much any day now. And that goes with Devin, Corey, and Nelson too. Maybe Devin a little bit less, but it's real surprising that Corey hasn't got one yet. So. We'll see how that goes in the future. I know it. I, I I really know it would cheapen a championship, but I really think that it'd be really good for them to do a contenders season and do so basically four another teams. invasion. No, but no champions. No, nobody that's ever won can be on the show at all. And I know it's like, oh well, of course they don't have to go against champions. But the challenge needs more champions. Like you guys saw the challenge stats put out a thing. There's been 89 champions. In thirty six yeah. seasons, eighty nine champions. How many you in the last the, ten seasons? You, I don't even, I don't even know. Different people, probably like, probably like an eight nine. You know, back in the first ten seasons, they used to hand out trophies like it was an eighth grade soccer team. <laughs> Everybody gets a participation. You get a Good trophy. <laughs> you get a trophy. Yeah, like you know what? They could use one or two seasons of like eight winners coming in, and you don't even got to give them a whole bunch of money. No, think about that. Four teams, four teams of of eight, or just do another battle of the seasons but do it all contenders. And then you get four, four brand new winners, two new girls, two new guys. It's, it's been too long since we had seasons. I mean, you're, Oh, well, I guess you could do war of the world seasons. And stuff but like you that. do, you just do like team big brother team. Are you the one team survivor team uh, UK? And then, and then you do, or you just do alliances. You do battle of the alliances. You do team young bucks. You do, you know what I mean? Team good guys. You can just do so much with it. And I think it'd be really cool to see those dynamics 
I don't Move know forward. if they really can have a season with no with no champions. I feel like people would be That sounds upset. like a YouTube video that I'm a, that we're going to have to create. I'm going to create a season. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that like that's good. I'm, I'm a WWE waiting. 2K this. I'm, I'm a still create waiting a season. on the other YouTube channel uh YouTube um ideas that they're I've given right, you. They're all right here. Get that right little here. fucking notebook. In my little notebook. <laughs> I was like, get it out of your notebook and get you know into an actual pen, video. I got a pen handy. I got a pen fucking handy right now. Fucking notebook. Okay, Let's Laurel. <laughs> Moving on to this elimination. This elimination is going to be called Bombs <laughs> Away. Uh, Emmy gets voted in. She does what most of us think she's going to do. She calls down Bettina. It's called Bombs Away. They got to take this rocket that's hanging on and they have to swing it into five targets. Unfortunately, the minute we see Bettina walking down on Gingerly, and it was a nice walk and everything, you could just tell she's like, "I'm fucking over this." She wasn't gonna win this, not even by. And and she, and she got completely skunked out. It was completely uh, uh, an embarrassing way to go. But I think it's all boils down to she was just over it. I think that mentally she was broken down throughout the episode, feeling like the whole house is against her and people talking smack about her. I think she was broke down mentally before she even stepped foot into the ring. I think Emmy also knew this. It was an easy target. Unfortunately, I believe if anybody else was in that ring, they would have still won. She didn't want to be here no more. She was ready to be out. That's why we got the performance that we got out of Bettina this evening. What do you guys think? It's just not very good. I don't know. That's just, she's just not good. Like, yeah, that's but all it is. I think her being broken down. It's one thing to, to not be good at this. It's another thing to not even try. And I felt like we didn't even get her trying. I think she was broken down before she even got in there. I agree. Like she, like you saw people telling her what to do and she was just, la, la, la. you she know, didn't win. like she was, she was putting like maybe 25% in effort. Uh, I think she, if she really put her mind into it, and I think you're right. I think she was mentally beaten before she even went down there because nobody gave her any chances to win. Because everybody she, she felt like she felt like nobody really believed in her like that. Corey did his best to try to, you know, pump her up a little bit. And and it, it makes me a little bit sad because this, you know, the last couple of episodes since Team Ruby was formulated, Corey has tried to step up and be his team leader. And not from a lack of trying, but he has been doing bad. Morale is down. His team has been doing bad. And this speaks on Corey as a leader. I think he's trying so hard. I think he wants this. But I don't think Corey can really... I think he's been failing at trying to inspire people. And seeing Bettina go down there and get waxed the way that she did, she was going to do bad anyway. She was going to lose anyway. But this is the challenge. We'd love to see people get challenged. And when you don't even try, it, it defeats the spirit of the show. I mean... God, remember on the duel, uh, Derek versus Big Easy. He should have got washed up. Should have got washed up. And he said, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever happens, I'm going to try my hardest and do what I can. Who would have even known that Big Easy would have folded in the manner that he did? And he won. These are, and these are the things that make the great moments. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to bash on Patina. I, you I know, mean, it's, the, it's okay if you do. She's never coming back, so it doesn't really matter. No, to be honest, no, no, yeah, she's never coming back. Oh, but she was, she, but it was it was that. mental. It was the mental game. They broke her down mentally. She went in there not wanting to come back, and it's sad. I just, I think she was wallpaper for such a majority of the season, 
if she had done a little bit more, maybe she might have gotten a small invite to just see if maybe they could get something more from her. But at, at this point, yeah, she was she was not in it. She knew that she wasn't going to be able to do much and she didn't care. No, she, she wasn't a great she wasn't a great challenger. And and one of the best things about this international cast is they are inexpensive. They are cheap and I'm <laughs> a dozen. Because we don't need no, they're cheap. They're, they're, wait, come on. Who, who do you think costs more? Bettina or Corey? Corey's one of the top, <laughs> top paid challenge guides. Uh, top, top three or four. Bettina gets paid $1,000 a week. Disclaimer. I would say this for a male competitor as well. But oh, I think she was, she was only brought here for two reasons. Mm. They're the same reason, but it's two reasons. And that's yeah. really the only reason that she was brought onto the show. There's no other reason. I'm sorry. What two that's reasons it. are you trying to insinuate that she was brought on the show for? I'm saying well, she was, it was brought, two huge reasons. She was only brought here for her physical appearance and two main contributors to that. And that's it. And I would say the same thing about a really like I'd say the same about Gabu. He's just an attractive type Guido. He's just brought here for his face. One reason, his face. That's it. I think he's Polish. Polish, yeah, but he's a Guido still. Well, some people thought some people know how sturdy he was. He is Becky, so I'm talking. Attractive. I'm saying she's only brought. She was only brought here for her boobs. I don't know why I gotta spell this out for God, her. I know why you were talking about. I know I was just trying <laughs> to be. Not, it. Well, you kept saying, "What are you talking about?" She, no, you're trying to make me look bad in front of our audience and everything. That's not cool. <laughs> I thought you were gonna try and insinuate that it was her laugh. I was just trying no, to help you no, out. No, no one likes that laugh. They made fun of her laugh <laughs> by using it in like a little, in like a little just a, a replay thing. Hey Tyler, I respect you. You try to use Thank every you. euphemism in the book. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice about it, but like, and this is nothing against her at all. And I'm not just saying anything bad about women in general. Let's claim this right now and everything. The same reason they brought Gabo is the same reason they brought her, an attractive European <laughs> yo, that we can get Gabo for cheap for a couple weeks. Gabo is not attractive. Yo, yo, you guys are wild. And Becky, I don't know why you did that. You just want Tyler to be like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a fucking tits. <laughs> I was talking about Gabo because you were talking about Gabo being attractive. Then he's like, I'm talking about boobs. I was like, I wasn't even talking about her anymore. I I was off the subject. You were like, what are you trying to insinuate, Tyler? No, at the very (laughs) beginning. And then he brought up Gabo and I was focused on Gabo. The conversation was over about her. See what I did there? That's called the Amanda tactic. (laughs) You thinking one thing and I distracted you and brought you over here. But you didn't get it. You brought me back. I I was totally okay with going on with Gabo. But, but that's all it is. So to bring it back up. That reason is why I think she won't get brought back. Unfortunately, that's just what it is. I think she was brought in to bring in like a, a small audience from her show. Uh, she's attractive. You know, she'll maybe she'll hook up with some people and she just, you know, she has cats she's got to get to. So <laughs> cats. Wow. Don't anyway, talk shit about cats. That's what she, that's what she said. She, so, she said all we needed to know about cats. There's a, she yes. talks enough shit about them. <laughs> so. Emmy gets the win, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, she freaks out, and does, this is for my mother, and, you know, does a whole spiel. That shit's starting to get tiresome, too. Because <laughs> this, is a rare, this is a rare thing right now that we're in. What's that? Three elimination wins in a season is very rare. Yeah, normally, there's not a whole lot. Normally, going into your third elimination in the same season is a death sentence. It sends mm-hmm. home a lot of people, but... She's, you know, because it, it, it sent home, like, Kara on, on free agents, mm-hmm. uh, sent home Wes on ruins. Um, it and sent Wes home, is one of the few uh, who's won three in a season. He's been on both. He's been on both spectrums of it. But, yeah, it's I'm sure if we went through and looked, 
there's there's like Wes, Casey, Sarah, um, Johnny Bananas did it on free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, Laurel did it on free agents as well. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Probably there's probably a couple more that I'm missing. Uh, Jordan, I think Jordan did it on World of Worlds too. He went into three, right? Yes. He went to three. So yeah, there's so it's a it's a very small prestigious list. Cam if if you didn't notice something, huh? Cam did it. Cam did it. If you didn't notice something, everybody that I just said right there, they all either went to the final or won the final. Like, oh, oh what's their name? They shouldn't won shit. Adam and Brittany won three in a season. Oh yeah. Okay, that's yeah. God damn it! They ruined something good. <laughs> like I literally just was like everybody's been to the final and everything and then and I, think that's, and I think that's everybody I think that's everybody but we're missing one did they person. win three or did they lose in their third to Johnny and I think they won three. Avery I think they won three I'm I gotta double say, check Bloodlines but, Kara uh, only went into two right Kara and her cousin oh no they did go into yeah. three cause that, Jamie went into three Kara went into two yeah, right. well, I mean, technically, no. as a team. Technically, no, they both went into two. Yeah, and yeah. then Kara went against... No, that's not... That's Because the, technically, they, they both beat Johnny and Vince, and then... Um, he, he won against CT, and she he, won against Anissa. Well, he didn't win against CT. He just lasted longer than Abram's brother, you know, Mike <laughs> did. That's all. They both got smashed, and then she beat Anissa, yeah. but Listen, that's the same very, thing that happened with um, but, Tyler... But, in cutthroat. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of think of her name. I loved her too. Svetlana won three. Oh. Uh Svetlana, she beat Tina? Beth and Tina yeah. and Anissa. Yep, she won three and she went to a final. Yeah, she did. I, Tina. I think that's Tina, not Tina. 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 I said Tina. I said Tina, my bad. Oh, okay. I think that would be the I think that would be the the, the list. That'd Sounds like great. a Great like YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. Let's stop saying what great YouTube videos would be and start fucking doing I'm it. I'm saying. Okay, okay. Take anyway, it off anyway. of the paper and put it in a video. <laughs> anyway, cleaning up. Emmy gets to win very decisively, and she goes to Team Sapphire taking Amanda's place, just like what she said. And I think that that was a completely fucking idiotic move. Fuck Team Sapphire. Go on Team Emerald. You can still work with CT from the other side. In fact, you probably do even better because you got somebody on another team working with you. I think she should have jumped to Emerald. Well, she's already she got someone team... working on Team Emerald. She's got Emmanuel helping her out on Emerald. Yeah, but she's also on the team with the least amount of players because now they have four. Like, she won, went to a team with less people exactly. than she would have been. And they're all good competitors, but they're going to start getting picked off pretty quick. But I'm also starting to feel like the final isn't too far away. I mean, how many more of these do we have? I'm crossing my I fingers like for a purge. I'm, I don't even know. I think, so next week, um, I, we're going to have a guy's elimination. And then the week after that, we're going to have a girl's elimination. And that'll be when All-Stars debuts. I'm feeling that, finals what is right that? After that? The finals will be right after that. And they'll do like a double elimination in the beginning of the episode. And then like the final in the beginning of the end of the episode. And then finish the final in the next episode. Why do I feel I, like they're going to go individual a, or do a full team merge, like a two team versus? No, I, I, th- I think it would tend to go individual, but I also think we'll see another elimination either at the beginning of the final or somewhere right in the middle. Because I feel yeah, like it's going to be because what are we down to? One, one two, three, four, five. We're eight, down to eight, ten, eight, eight, and eight. 
16 people left? Yeah, 16 people left. There's eight and eight, which means we're we're at 34 when we started. So we're over. We're more than halfway now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're way past halfway. I probably see maybe maybe three, four more episodes before we get to the final. Yeah, there's so, still eight left on both sides. I can't see more than, than five think, going to a final. I think it's going to be a lot of people going into the final. I think there's going to be one more elimination right before the final I can't starts see and more another than elimination. Eight going into the final, though. Four girls and four guys. I can't, I'm kind of okay with big finals. They did a they did eleven on a season. Well, what season was it? They did eleven. They had like six and five, and they cut somebody right before. I mean, there's I purges. I feel I feel like I feel like there's a purge coming somewhere deep no, in my soul. No, I feel like they might be a, having a, a purge. A purge is more effective when you have a much larger group. I feel like we haven't seen a purge I, in a while. Is that just me? Because because purges can suck sometimes. They do suck because like. Yeah, you could have like a Darrell go home, which I, I don't really care about, but a lot of people are fans of him. Um <laughs> you would now Well, it just for me he doesn't he doesn't do it for me, but uh um I think that they they, they could they probably could have a double elimination next week. Um where both that. a guy and a girl goes home to drop us down to seven. But I just I don't know, that seems it just there's so many left. And we just finished episode twelve. Yep. Like uh, I think fifteen episodes is cap. In my opinion, that's that is the max you need to go to. Maybe sixteen, but that's me. They're, yeah, I'm, they're gonna I'm push kind of okay with the sixteen, seventeen. Twenty is a bit much. They're gonna push and, it with the reunion. And, and what yeah. was it? It was uh, which which, which one of those had like twenty four episodes? I think maybe it was Vendetta. like Vendettas. Vendettas. Vendettas ran way too long. Yeah. I think that was closer to twenty four. So, so I'm I'm cool with the fifteen, sixteen. That's fine. Well, I mean, even feel Battle Reckoning do- went too long. Some people feel that way too. Oh yeah, because oh, and they had all the extra episodes with the um, with the um, the flop house. Yeah, redemption, redemption house. I think I like the flop house better. I think the flop house sounds much better. Oh god, <laughs> the flop house that fits so much better too. That's what you they need to call it when they bring it back. The redemption house is the redemption house is stupid because it robbed us of potentially getting a decent challenger in Chuck. In my, it gave us Paulie. No, it didn't give us Polly. At the end of the, the day, Chuck wasn't going to make it with Britney as a partner. It just wasn't going to happen. Does it matter though? He could have at least got to play the game. I would be so okay with bringing Britney back. Nah, I'm, I'm, like I'm okay with bringing Britney back. But the reason why they weren't going to work together is because Britney and Chuck were not going to be able to be partnered together. This was never going to work. I believe with Chuck would have been a good challenger watching them individually. <laughs> yes, but not as partners. Maybe, maybe not. But that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Love War Challenges. Make sure you follow us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, pretty much anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, we are there. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com and pick up all your LWC podcast gear. Make sure you visit shop. Make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com. Pick up all of your custom challenge gear. That's All-Stars. That's this season. That's Double Agents. That's the regular classic one. That's a classic one with the flag. Dirty 30. Anything you need, we have it there. Make sure you visit our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at lwcpodcast.com. And follow us on TikTok at Love War Challenges. Did I miss anything? No. Okay, sounds perfect. <laughs> Once again, it. I am 
MTV Malik. He is Tyler at Lord Louder. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. This is Love War Challenges Podcast.